Okay, the recorder is uh, up and running. This is November 29, the first Sunday of Advent. And we're going to begin with uh, Revelation 21. Last week we had an intro uh, to it, and this week uh, we'll be looking at, as far as we get, Revelation 21 verses 1 through 4. By the way, on Christmas Day, which is the 20th, uh, not Christmas Day, Christmas Sunday, which is the 20th, uh, we'll be doing a little bit of, of what we usually do. If you would like to share a video or a song or a reading, uh, if it's a video or a song, if you'll let me know in advance, I will get it programmed in and have it ready uh, to play for you uh, that Christmas Sunday on the 20th. So I'll remind you of that in a couple of weeks. But uh, we'll, except for eating together and enjoying uh, the breaking of bread, uh, won't be able to do that together probably, but uh, at least we'll be able to share some uh, Christmas readings and songs and music and such. All right, Revelation 21, here we go. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, <coughs> excuse me, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared and the sea was also gone. We lost John Engel. That's odd. Hang on a sec. Let me see if I can get him back. Uh, well, Lori, can you uh, yeah, give him a call and see if he wants back in? Okay. I'll go. I'll go ahead and keep going. But uh, if he wants back in, I'll I'll stop and try to get him back in. All right. So uh, when it anytime any verse begins with but or then or after that, we need to ask a question. Well, what was happening right before it? Well, verse 21 begins, or rather chapter 21 begins with then. So what was happening? Well, here's a reminder from the end of Revelation 20, just very quickly. And I saw a great white throne and the one sitting on it, the earth and sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne. And the books were opened, including the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. Uh, Anne uh, brought that up before we got uh, recording today that uh, just a reminder, as in the believer's judgment, there will be different levels of rewards or losses of rewards uh, for those who deny Christ, for the unbelievers and for the wicked. Their judgment will also be written in several books and there will be apparently different uh, judgments or penalties, I guess you could say, based upon the works of those people. So that's a very interesting uh, verse, verse 12 there, one that we ought not to pass by too quickly. Anyway, good, good job, Ann, uh, on bringing that up earlier today. The sea, the sea gave up its dead, and death and the grave gave up their dead, and all were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death. And anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. All right. So that's all what happens and what that word then triggers in uh, chapter 21, verse 1. Now, remember here, the, the, the new heaven referred to here means the first and second heavens. Remember the first heaven? is our atmosphere that we breathe, you know, the air that we breathe. 
The second heaven is the space, what we call space beyond our atmosphere. And the third heaven is, is the dwelling place of God. And of course, that will not be destroyed because in past, present, and future, it is perfect, it is holy, and there's no need for it to be destroyed. It's the dwelling place of God. So remember, the third heaven is not addressed here. It's the first and second heavens that uh, are, uh, are recreated. And then uh, notice that there's no sea. Why does God point out to John that the sea was also gone? Uh, many theories about this, since apparently John was not given any further explanation. And last week, or maybe the week before I shared with you, one theory that uh, the seas really were more of God's punishment upon mankind that, that uh, came back to us from, uh, from the recession of the waters after Noah's flood. I've been thinking about that a lot, and I've been researching that a lot, and I don't know that I'm completely comfortable with that particular theory in its entirety. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I think, yes, God uses uh, the waters in history as, as a punishment upon mankind at, at, during Noah's flood. Well, what about but, in Genesis when it talks about... Um, doesn't it say something about he divided the land the, mm -hmm. by water? Right. I always thought that was the oceans. Uh, me too. And uh, there's in, in that first theory we talked about, the theory is that that was just talking about fresh waters. Um, I don't know about that. I, I think maybe there were salt waters, but before the flood, they weren't as expansive as yeah. they are now. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll get to that in, in just a, a, a second. So if there's no, no waters, there's no sea, no ocean, what is going to happen to all the life that lives in the ocean? There, there will be water, uh, but it looks so like it's going to be fresh water. Fresh water. Honey, John would like to come back in. He would. Okay. Yeah, he wants to. All right. Hang, hang on a second. Let me pause the recording. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, <coughs> again, I I've not been. To, I want to go back to the fish, the, the animals. Waters? Yeah, the waters. Yeah. So then all of them will have to convert to fresh water. Yes. They there will be a whole new ecology. Yeah. Okay. And even the air that we breathe may it may be a whole, yeah, whole different yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 I hadn't yeah. thought of that much. Yeah. So, so it's going to be a whole new ecology that that God sets. That'll up. be a, that'll be interesting because of the things you know. I mean, I haven't been to the bottom of the ocean, but I've seen no. movies and pictures, and so to think of those being in a fresh water environment like a river is sort of we would have more of a chance to get to see them probably yeah, yeah and remember that um uh, where was i going with that about this the uh oh, oh the uh there, there's a river uh that's described 
yeah. uh, in in Revelation in in the new uh, in the new oh, earth, and yeah. so we know there's going to be fresh water. Um, the salt water, not too sure yeah. about, but I'm I'm going to actually unpack that a little bit in in a couple of minutes. Okay. Um, what are we going to be like? Do you have any idea? I mean, are we going to be eating at all or no? Well, I, I sure hope there's steak and lobster in here. And that, <laughs> that's what I ordered in advance. Uh, I think, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, we have the banquet table. I assume that there's going to be food on the on the banquet table. We probably won't have to eliminate it like we do now, but it'll, you know, somehow it'll work differently. Okay. Uh, I want to go back and review because it, it it's it's very important to what we're studying right now. Second Peter three verses ten to thirteen. This is Peter's explanation of what's happening. Second uh, Peter three verses ten to thirteen. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with terrible noise. And the very elements themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live, looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day, he will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in flames. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and the new earth. He has promised a world filled with God's righteousness. So that's the big picture that, that Peter's painting about this. Now let's drill down a little bit more to this issue of no seas on the new earth. I believe that the saltwater seas as we know them, you know, can be wonderful at sunset and they're great to cruise when they're calm but they can also be terribly chaotic and destructive. Think of the sea, uh, the ships lost at sea during major storms. Uh, think of tsunamis and, and the terrible consequences of that. Thinking of, think of the seas that crash into the land during hurricanes, destroying what's on earth beyond the shores. Think of the destruction of the flood during Noah's time. And a few commentators have noted that if you think about this, no sea life was invited on the ark. No freshwater nor saltwater sea life. Well, I think part of that was there's, there was no aquarium on the, on the ark. But it's interesting to me that God left out sea life in the ark. He only dwelt with the land-dwelling animals. Go back to Genesis 7, 22 to 23. Everything that breathed and lived on dry land died. God wiped out everything. Notice he didn't say he, the, the fish life, the sea life died. Just what was on the earth. God wiped out every living thing on earth. People, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground and the birds of the sky, all were destroyed the only people who survived were Noah and those with him on the boat. No mention of saltwater life. And I don't have the answer as, as to why, other than I'm struck by this connection 
with what we're reading here in Revelation 21, that in the new earth, there will be uh, no seas. Uh, Dr. Uh, Paul Benware, I've been quoting him a lot over the past couple of weeks. Um, he makes this observation, but he makes it without any specific evidence. And it's in a, a article that he wrote. He says, our present oceans are a result of God's judgment in Genesis 6 through 8, and there will be no evidence of judgment in the eternal kingdom. So he's saying that because the seas <coughs> and the floods were tools of destruction and of judgment, that they will not be present in the new earth. Well, fire is destructive. And I can't imagine that there won't be fire in a, in a nice way. I mean, even tiki lamps or something, you know, <laughs> that there would be no fire in the new earth. Well, so if you... I don't know. If you if you're not going to need uh, any light on the new earth because we're going to have the Lord's glory there. <clears throat> well, if right. you had fire on, you uh, you wouldn't know it because you're having it on in the middle of the day. And I think I would think His glory would give us the warmth. Good point. So back to the water thing. Are you saying, or are they talking like there was no seas before the flood? Uh, one interpretation would say that I believe that's in error. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty clear that God created seas. Um, I, I mean, I, I just get think it why he wouldn't. He didn't have to put any on the. They could all live in the flood. I mean, although I would say that <clears throat> there might be some that was killed in the flood out of rushing water. But still, yeah, well, they could never be on yeah. the land to be in yeah. the because they're they're just floating along, and so. God puts a lot of water on the earth, but that doesn't change their yeah. home. Well, and, and fishing became such a life-giving thing Yeah. later on, and, and Jesus himself used the, yeah. the... Yeah. You know, the metaphor of being fishers of men. Yeah. Um, so I, I... Yeah, the more I think about that theory, the less I like it. Um, but... I think there is something to the theory that um, the uh, uncontrolled uh, seas will uh, will no longer be, and of course oh, yeah. those are control controlled by, by the, the cycles of the moon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, the. Space as we know it, and even the constellations as we know it, will cease to exist. They will be replaced. And so what they're being replaced with, I don't know. Here's something so else to think about as we're thinking about the waters. And you probably already know this, but let me let me just uh, go over it again. 
NASA has a, had an online discussion about why the Earth looks blue from space. This, this is interesting, and it's probably a review of things you already know. About 70% of the Earth's surface consists of water. The oceans are a key element for the existence of life on Earth. 90% of all the water on Earth and 99% of the habitable, habitable space on this planet is in the ocean. 97% of all water on Earth is in the ocean and 99% of the habitable space on this planet is in the ocean. Now remember, he's creating the new earth. And so that expanse of an ocean is no longer going to be necessary. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, I thought it was very, uh, very interesting. I don't want to go too far down that rabbit yeah. trail, but... <clears throat> Uh, now, you said, Pastor Mike, uh, the atmosphere as we know it would no, will no longer be. <clears throat> so you're talking about the planets and the stars as we know them. As we know them and the atmosphere that we have, according to what I'm seeing here, will be yep. replaced with a new ecosystem Yeah. for eternity. Yeah. Okay. Um, just, to, just to go back to review from Genesis 8. So the flood waters gradually receded from the earth after 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began. The boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became uh, visible. And then it uh, talks about... Uh, the flood waters had almost dried up and Noah lifted the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Uh, and then God said to Noah, leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and wives, release all the animals, the birds, livestock, and the small animals that scurry along the ground so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. Again, no mention of sea life mm. at all. Yeah. Although yeah. it must have, have been existing. So anyway, so the point is that God uh, has used water as judgment, although he covenanted with Noah that he would never uh, do it again. But I do believe there, there will be a new ecology. It will not be a mm -hmm. duplicate of the Garden of Eden. It will be something even more amazing and wonderful yeah. than the Garden of Eden, uh, Eden itself. Um. Two thoughts before we leave this about uh, the seas and the new earth. Remember the Antichrist is described as the beast coming out of the sea? Mm -hmm. Revelation 13.1. Then I saw a beast rising up out of the sea. You know, seven heads, ten horns, ten crowns, mm -hmm. and written on each head were names that blasphemed God. And figuratively, some of the interpretation is, well, the Antichrist came out of the sea of humanity, which is uh, a, probably a good figurative interpretation. But if you take it literally, interesting that he comes out of the sea. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's one of the reasons the sea, as we think of it, no longer exists, yeah. but fresh bodies of, of water. 
Okay. Uh, Pastor Mike, okay, you can give me a little <laughs> education here. I can't remember. Uh, now it says seas, not oceans. What's the difference in oceans and seas? Can you give it to uh, me in a small yeah, amount I think of time? Well, yeah. Uh, seas can sometimes refer to um, inland. Oh, okay, seas, yeah. Like the Sea of Galilee. Yeah. The Dead Sea. Uh, you, you see what I mean? Oceans uh, refer to the major what are there seven oceans? I think there's something like that. It's been so yeah, long. I'm 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 blanking out on my yeah. <laughs> biology 101 or whatever it was that, that that I should have paid attention to more closely. Uh, but yeah, the seven seas. Yeah. There are seven seas. Seven seas. The <laughs> Mediterranean Sea being uh, one of them. Uh, the Pacific Ocean, you know, and, and Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, Atlantic, so, Indian. Yeah. Indian Ocean, yeah. Arctic. So. so uh, they're the same thing, but just. Yeah, so more. ocean. Uh, a, a sea can refer to an ocean, but an ocean isn't always a sea. Okay. Right? But that is good enough. For, because the. Like we said, the the Sea of Galilee is a yeah. sea. It's not an yeah. ocean. It's an inland yeah. inland body of water. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, good 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 question. So he would mean it means here, ocean and sea. Yes. Do you mm -hmm. think? Yes, inclusive. It's my okay. my my okay. interpretation. Okay. Okay. Um. Here are two quotes from some scholars, uh, A.R. Fawcett and, and, and Brown. They say, the sea is the type of perpetual unrest. Hence, our Lord rebukes it as an unruly, hostile troubler of his people. It symbolized the political tumults out of which the beast arose, the Antichrist. As the physical corresponds to the spiritual and moral world, so the absence of sea after the metamorphosis of the earth by fire answers to the unruffled state of solid peace, which will then prevail. The sea was once the element of the world's destruction, and it is still the source of death to thousands, whence after the millennium, at the general judgment, it is specially said, the sea gave up its dead. Then it shall cease to destroy or disturb, being removed altogether on account of its past destructions. That's an interesting perspective on that, that uh, the sea, while it can have moments of uh, ideal quality and calmness, uh, has also been a very destructive force and still mm. is a very destructive force. And so because of that, that may be another reason why there will be no oceans let me let me substitute that word. No yeah. oceans. Um, Swindoll, Charles Swindoll has has an interesting observation here as well. He says to people of the ancient world, the sea was a mysterious, frightening and dangerous place characterized by chaos and possessing the power to kill without warning. No fate could have been worse than to be swallowed up by the sea 
and have one's remains devoured by fish. Travel by sea was treacherous. Ships had to navigate within sight of land to avoid getting lost or caught in a sudden storm. At the same time, they couldn't sail too close to land lest they strike a reef or be driven against rocks or jagged cliffs. Trade by sea was both a precarious and lucrative business. If your ship made it back with goods from afar, you were rich. If it didn't, you lost everything, sometimes your own life. In the book of Revelation, the sea also served as a symbol of disorder, violence, or unrest that marks the old creation. John's imagery of the sea elsewhere in Revelation designates it as the origin of all kinds of cosmic evil, that being the Antichrist coming out of it. It could also represent the unbelieving nations who persecuted God's people. Clearly, in ancient times, sea stood for chaos and calamity, disorder, and destruction. So I think all that <clears throat> lends yeah. pretty good credence to why there would be no oceans. Yeah. Or seas. Okay. Makes sense. Any other thoughts about that before we uh, set sail for the rest of the passage here? Okay. <clears throat> all right. Back to our text. Moving slow here. We're not even get past verse two yet. Then I saw a new heaven and, new, and a new earth for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared. And the sea was also gone. So the next question is, what does John mean when he says that the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared? Um, let me look at the translation here in the English Standard Version real quick. I, I like the way it translates it. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. Uh, a couple of well-defended interpretations about what disappeared or passed away means. Um, the Greek word for disappearing or passing away here in this verse is a perkomai, a perkomai, and it has several meanings about things past but not so much present. It can mean to go away. It can mean the departing of evils and sufferings. It can also mean the taking away of good things from someone. It can mean the uh, uh, evanescent state of things. Evanescent <coughs> means <coughs> to, <coughs> to vanish or to evaporate like a vapor evaporates. So this word that's being used here in the Greek means that the heavens, uh, the first and second heavens and, and the old earth, uh, just don't, like a light switch, they're gone. It's more like a vapor that vanishes. And the new earth, the new heavens take its place. Uh, <clears throat> others have an interpretation, and I, I don't think this is a bad one, that as a fire, a forest fire really rejuvenates a forest. The purpose of God's lightning strikes is to catch fire so that the dead stuff is burned up and taken away. And what's left is or are um, the lack of the uh, dead brush and the nutrients then that are needed with the next rains to sprout new life. 
<clears throat> so you think of the earth in that way, that in the passing away of the earth, the earth will be cleansed, I guess you could say. All of the sin, all of the curse. Remember, the earth was cursed in addition to Adam and Eve, mankind. All of that is going to be, uh, going to be taken away. I think um, the best way to think of this is we will think of the old earth when we see the new earth. And we are going to be astonished and amazed and at wonder at the contrast. Uh, we'll remember what the old earth looked like and felt like. And because of that, the new earth is going to just blow our minds. You know, I'll have to put duct tape around my head to keep it from exploding at the wonder of of, of the new earth. So I, I think we can, I think we can think of it, uh, think of it that way. You know, Pastor um, Mike, one of the yeah. greatest things or day, I, I don't daily, but normally every time I go out of the house anyway, think of is when you, uh, we were, you taught on Romans and the fact that the earth was cursed and it groans. Yeah. I mean, I can drive down the street <laughs> And almost here, the trees, the weeds, mm. the ground dry, all of that. Uh, I had never, I mean, it really expands your mind. And just that, you know, of all the, I mean, just looking out my window, uh, dirt on my window, you know, dirt, that dirt on my window is from the curse. So, uh, are you hearing I, me? Hang yeah. I'm going to have to move to a different speaker here. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I agree with you, Ann. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people miss that in Romans. Oh, Ann. I do too. I do too. I, I'm always saying, but it's because of the curse. It's because of, and they look at me like, <laughs> like I'm weird. <laughs> as Pat Douglas calls me. <laughs> All right, I'm switching speakers here. My headphone went the way of the buffalo, which is <laughs> also got cursed, I guess. Those are your, your good Ray-Bans or whatever you call Yeah, them. I don't know. Uh, well, they've been on for about three hours. I think they gave up. The yeah, that's right. Just tired. <laughs> yeah, I think they're tired. Yeah, Sonia, that's a good point, Anne. And, you know, I, I don't know that people uh, think about the fact that the earth was cursed along with mankind. Yeah. And the earth does yeah. groan. Yes, that that was just the most amazing verse that the earth groans. I mean, it just <laughs> as you can see what I pick up some little things that some people that's why they think I'm so weird. <laughs> no, not at all. It's good it's good observation. By the way, you're not getting any feedback, are you? Nope. Nope. Good. Okay. All right. Okay, let's uh wow. All right, let's, uh, <laughs> man, I'm only at verse two. Okay, we're, we're almost done here. So let, let me, <laughs> all right, verse two, we'll make it to verse four. All right. All right. Go, going into verse uh, two. All right, so the old heaven, old earth have disappeared. The sea is also gone. Verse two, and I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem 
coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. Mentally underline that. God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. So the, the holy city in the new Jerusalem appears and descends to the new earth from above. Uh, the appearance raises a lot of questions, creating a lot of theories we won't go into here. But I suggest we just take the scripture at face value that it comes down from above. And uh, it raises questions like, when it was it created? Is the new Jerusalem, is it, is it in existence now, waiting? Or is God going to create it later? Is he going to create it right before <clears throat> uh, that it descends down uh, onto earth? Uh, was it existent, in existence during the millennium? Uh, we don't know. It wasn't present during the millennium. Um, but did it was it created in that period between the millennium and and, and the new earth uh, coming down uh we don't know a lot of theories about that they're so, just some of the imponderable things we may never know so the point being is that we you know we can play with inferences all day but uh what john tells us is he saw the holy city he saw the new jerusalem okay. coming down from god out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband I'm sorry, Lori, did you have a comment? No. Oh, okay. Notice the phrase, like a bride. Didn't say it was the bride, but it signals a figurative interpretation. Like a bride. There's a metaphor, of course, here for, uh, for the church, his bride being in, in a forever marriage with him throughout eternity. And so the imagery here, the figurative uh, Im imagery is that this is the perfect place, the new Jerusalem, for God to be with his, his people and for us to be with, with Christ. And there's another marriage Im imagery here, though, that we have to remember, and that is often in the Old Testament, there was a reference between uh, a marriage between God and his people Israel. So you've kind of got a dual marriage uh, metaphor there. One is Christ in the church, and the other is Father God and, and, and his people Israel remembering and completing all of the covenants. And remember that this is, <clears throat> this is <clears throat> a city. It is not a people. The New Jerusalem is not a people. It's a city. So when it, that's why it says it's like a bride, <clears throat> beautifully dressed for its husband. So it's really, I guess you could say, the capital of the new earth will be the new Jerusalem. And then again, uh, and we'll conclude with this, verses 3 and 4, and, and these are just, these are real important. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. So it's like when God walked with Adam and Eve, God's home is going to be with us in the new earth in the new jerusalem and we'll get into its dimensions uh, next time we meet 
He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. So the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit will be with us in the new earth and in the new Jerusalem. Again, he'll wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or sorrow, crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. So that's our, uh, that's our picture of, of the new earth. And uh, it's, uh, it, it's really beyond comprehension. And I think John was only given so much uh, to reveal because uh, it, it, it will be so far beyond anything that we can imagine. And the next time we meet, we'll, uh, we'll get into what the new Jerusalem looks like, the 12 gates and, and uh, the, the, the uh, jewels and, and, and all of that. Okay. Any other comments uh, about today? Now, is this where we live forever then in the new earth? Yes, it is our home for eternity. Okay. In reading, and Anne, you've probably Yahoo, looked at no COVID. <laughs> no COVID. <laughs> and I think you've looked at Rand, Randy Alcorn's book more than I have in, in, in the past. Um, I, I think there will, well, we know there will be a new heavens, right? First and second heaven. I think we'll be free to explore that. And whether we are just able to travel through God's expansive creation, I don't know, but it, it, it appears to me that there's no reason for creating a new heaven, the first and second heaven, other than uh, the new ecology and for us to explore uh, the, the expanse of his uh, creation and it will be nonstop. So we'll have all eternity to do it, um, which is mind blowing in and of itself. And we don't know with this, if we're going to know one another or not in the first when the thousand years i think we pretty much know we'll know one another right uh but yeah during the millennium. we don't know yeah yeah no i i my my sense is that we will know each other but we'll know each other in a completely different way because christ and, and, and the triune God is now our focus. Each other are not our focus. And how we will relate to one another, I don't know. I think, you know, we can go too far with that and get into some weird stuff that uh, some of the, you know, the cultic religions have. But um, I think we, well, one thing is we will know one another because if you think of the Mount of Transfiguration, uh, we could tell it was Moses. We could tell it was Elijah. Yeah. You know, so I, I think we will have our earthly identities to a point, but with a new spiritual and physical body made for eternity. Well, and it says there will be no marriage, no giving in marriage. So yeah. I would think when you would recognize Lori as somebody you know, but not your wife. Because Which is really I think, weird. 
Yeah, because yeah. if you recognized her as your wife, you would recognize her as you couldn't have her as your wife. Exactly. So it, yeah. that would not happen. So we well, would and, definitely recognize each other. And the same I with children. We, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the relationship that we have with each other is going to be positively changed. Yeah. And of course, we think of it in terms of grieving a loss of what we yeah. love and know, but in God's kingdom, it's being replaced by a more fantastic relationship yeah. than, than we can. Yeah. Yeah. And we can think of, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, but that's in the new, that's in the new heaven and new earth, not the millennial earth. Right. Well, remember in the millennial reign, you're going to have two types of folks. One is those of us who have died and are maybe raised in the in the rapture and are we receive we will receive new bodies so there are new body people and old body people because there are people still on earth yeah in the millennium that made it through the tribulation and they will have earth bodies we will have heaven bodies and so, so Pastor there Mon is a second heaven body, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking that the transformation we get when our spirit is married up with our body uh, is is a new is a new creation. So, Pastor Mike, but in the millennium, you still will not be married to Lori. That is correct. You won't, you won't know her as your wife. That you will is just that is correct. Recognize her as. What I don't know, I don't right. know, but and and again, the, the problem with all that is that you have two dimensions of time working, yeah, together. You have God's time, which is, yeah, something we don't can't comprehend, right? And we have our time, which is going to pass away after the millennium, yeah. So these, I just think it, I think that's very, um, I think of science fiction immediately when we think of coming back to earth with our new bodies, with the people with their old bodies. Yeah. I immediately see a there, science fiction movie. Oh man, the millennium's going to be a science fiction movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like no other. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. But the millennium will only have the Lord present, whereas the new heaven and the new earth going forward, God will be present. Well, Correct? God, yes. In the millennium, it's only Jesus Christ on earth. Right. Okay. Only That's the okay. sun. Just wanted to clarify that. Right. Because remember the enemy is going to be let loose at the end of the right. millennium. Oh, God, God can't right. exist in the right. presence of evil. Oh, that's and right. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and there'll be evil people there because they're unbelievers. Yeah. Okay. All right. I had right. thought of that. 
Right. And, and he Satan gets to uh, do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever time that is. It's an un, yeah. Yeah, unspecified. I'm, I'm kind of thinking it's a pretty short time, but, but I don't know that for a fact. So, now, uh, yeah, so in the new heaven. Believers, are we impacted by his uh, bad deeds that he will do during that time? You mean, do, do we, well, it depends on whether we have, are living through the tribulation period or not. That my understanding is that moment of time, whatever it is between the end of the millennium and the beginning of the new heaven and new earth, it is more of a, it, it is not so much the enemy wreaking destruction because Jesus has already defeated his armies. It will be a psychological war, mm. uh, attempting to turn oh, God's wow. people okay. away from the Lord. And those that never made a commitment, he will capture their, their souls, so to speak. So my understanding is it's, it's less of a, of a physical attack. It's, it's really a, it's his last hurrah as the great deceiver. And that's, that's going to be the final push is deception uh, to try to turn people away from God. But anyway, getting, getting back that's to your. what some of this is going on right now? Isn't that what some of this all the sins of people that are have led believing lives and now are renouncing that isn't that well, what sure a lot for of and, and that and that's been happening since the Garden of Eden. It, it was we're just in a continuation of that. Uh, I think we have to remember certain things have to happen to trigger the tribulation period. Mm -hmm. And those things have yet to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, the Jews in World War II, I'm sure uh, those that became Messianic Jews thought this is it, and it wasn't. Uh, and we come back to the scripture that we were reading earlier this morning that Jesus specifically said nobody knows the time even he doesn't right he doesn't know, know. Right. right so only the father knows and there's reasons for that so that we stay alert we stay right in a state of readiness and we keep serving god and serving each other i think that's uh that that's the point of that so but yeah on the, on the new earth um god the father will join the son and the holy spirit on earth and in the new Jerusalem, because it will now become a place where God and man can now coexist again, like it was in the garden of Eden. Now um, I hadn't really yeah. thought of that before. You know, be I, fun. I think of Jesus is right here in my house. Mm -hmm. But when you say that about God and I started to say, well, what's he going to look like? But, we have no idea because 
Moses had to turn his face from him because so he was uh, so that so well in the new heaven and new earth is it God God's glory uh, making all the light you know we talked about there won't be no sun so is it God <laughs> or is it Jesus I hate to say well, that I, I I think. Um... I think we can go back to earlier chapters in Revelation where John got a peek into the throne room of God and he didn't see a corporeal being there. What he saw were flashes of light. Okay. The only two humans that know what God looks like are Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah. They and could remember, look at God. we were created in the image of God. Yeah, yeah. So, I just hadn't thought of, there's a lot of those things I've never thought of before. Yeah. So whether, I will tell you the reason that I've not studied this part of scripture before my mind wasn't ready hmm. to think of all those little things. I mean, I know that. I mean, I'm sitting here at the house. That's all I've got to do <laughs> is, uh, you know, yeah. otherwise it, when I was busy reflecting on it was, only for the moment. So uh, I think it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, it, it, it's fascinating to me that this will be the time. I mean, you know, technically, uh, Jesus is with us through the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes. Okay. Physically, though, in the new heaven, in the new okay. earth, physically... The triune God will exist with man. Physically. Physically. Whatever that means. Now, the Holy Spirit, I don't yeah. believe, will have a, a physicality like we understand it. I think we will recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is a spirit. Yeah. Uh, and but but God, if we were created in his image, then he has an image. <laughs> yeah. And Adam and Eve saw him and Moses wasn't allowed to see him. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's, it's amazing to think about that, that God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit will all the triune God will be existing with mankind. And I think we will understand we will grow to understand things about God that we can't possibly understand. But yeah, because see, we've never uh, dwelt with God. Correct. We've, we've got, had Jesus on earth, the Holy Spirit's with us. Right. But it'll be the first time we live with God, God the Father. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. All this right. Stuff. Good. <laughs> Yeah, good. I've good, never good, heard good this question. kind of stuff when I heard about Revelation. <laughs> when they talk about Revelation, or when they do that song, "I'll Fly Away." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I think the reason that we don't is because I think when I was taught, you're muted, by the way. Yes, I am. You can talk loud. You can pick it up on my mic. So, <laughs> the thing that I was always taught was uh, 
about the thousand years and then the new earth, but it kind of all blurred together. Yeah. You know, it kind of went, we're going to go right from the thousand years into the new earth. Mm. I don't ever remember Satan even being released again. And there wasn't any real distinction between the two, but they, they are tremendously different. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember that distinction, ever learning about that distinction. Yeah, it's, uh, well, that's why we're doing this. <laughs> and, and we've got Satan in the lake of fire now. So from now on, it's glory stuff, you know. So we're, 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 <laughs> Honey, before we end, we want to give thanks to the Lord for Annie Brenda's wonderful, successful surgery and recovery. Yes. That we prayed about last week. Any other questions? Okay, good. All right, so next week, definitely we are not meeting. Uh, the 13th is kind of up in the air. As soon as we have a resolution on that, we'll let you know we will be in Revelation. And then on the 20th, on Christmas Sunday, uh, that'll be a time for all of us to bring something okay. uh, to Zoom. And again, uh, if it's a song or a video or, or an image, uh, please let me know and I'll I'll make sure it's ready for you that day and uh so we'll pray and and uh we do want to thank uh god for uh brenda having a very successful uh, uh procedure earlier this week and she's doing really well right brenda i am i am thank you yep wonderful wonderful pastor mike yes you can pray for pat douglas She's very sick with a cold. She went and was tested because she got sick a day after uh, day after a Thanksgiving dinner. So she went and got tested. She had to miss her granddaughter's wedding oh, yesterday. No. But she can't she easily gets pneumonia. So you can pray that she that doesn't happen. <laughs> Good. Good, we'll do that. And my friend Phyllis, I'm on the way to the hospital to pick her up. I took her earlier, so hopefully. <laughs> Was this ER type thing or? Yeah, it is. Uh, she's, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she got a lot, has a lot of problems. I just love her, but she's, I don't think she should be coming home, but I'm not a doctor and a nurse. So, <laughs> so just <laughs> okay. for her. <laughs> Thanks. Will do. Lord, we thank you for this time of study. Uh, it is just um, an amazing thing that we can look at a piece of scripture for decades, and then at one point in time, you suddenly expand it. You show us the the, the greater meanings, the 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 deepness, maybe that we the depth that we have not seen before. And so we just thank you for this, and thank you for the. Uh, uh, the willingness of, of these wonderful folk to, to travel this road, this journey uh, with me through Revelation has just been a, a wonderful, wonderful thing. And in particular, we thank you for uh, uh, Brenda's very successful procedure uh, earlier this week and pray that you'll continue to keep her uh, uh, healthy and, and vibrant uh, as she is with 
advancing vibrant communities. <laughs> <laughs> and for Pat Douglas, Lord, and, and for mm -hmm. Phyllis, we pray that you would touch both of them with your uh, healing hand and Lord, that you would minister to them, not only mm -hmm. through the, uh, the doctors and the nurses and technicians and all those who uh, are medical professionals, but that your particular uh, healing hand itself, like no other, your divine hand would touch uh, where they're uh, where they're hurting, where the issues are, and that you would uh, provide them with uh, a renewal of health and a quick recovery. Uh, again, uh, thank you for this time together. And as we look forward to the next couple of weeks, Lord, we ask for safety and good health uh, for all of us here and, and those who could not gather today. And uh, again, Lord, thank you for the scriptures. Thank you for giving John this amazing, amazing book to give to mm -hmm. us and can you continue to give mm -hmm. us new insights. So we thank you for all these things and uh, look forward to that second advent, your second coming uh, here on mm -hmm. Earth. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, team. Thank all right. you. Bye. Take care. Have a good week. All right. You too. Thank you very much. I'm going to be watching you over at True Life next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll let you know. Okay. Where that's going to be. All right. Okay. Bye now. Oh, gosh. This, I don't know where I'm hearing music or something. You know, I'm hearing music. And so it was hard for you to hear me. And uh, But anyhow, I would like the peppermint Oreo half in a child's and half chocolate. And half chocolate? Did you want a lid on top? No. Was it going to be anything else? Okay. Okay. All right, so this is 325 today. Okay.